Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cast Conversations. I don't know if you guys just heard, but my bunny just moved around. Um, no, probably not. But anyway, as always, I'm joined with the ferocious Phil. Uh, oh man, you're you're actually you're actually coming up with some new ones now. Yeah, I have. I mean, I, you, you were like struggling for a little bit, I think. I know. I'd be and, like the flying phil oh i gotta use that one too i haven't used flying phil before <laughs> but oh, <I'll... laughs> going with go ahead all right I, i'll get it i'll get it <laughs> and in the in the background that's just been awkwardly sitting uh we have amelia with us uh Hello. welcome amelia <laughs> thank you so when you were in the college program you were custodial Yes, uh, custodial in the future world section of Epcot. So is that your intended role? Like, is that what you were like super hoping for? Did you have anything else in mind? Yeah, um, I'd originally only put it as medium interest, but on my phone interview, like while I was building up, like throughout that week, I like looked more into it and realized that was kind of the one thing that really stuck out to me. Um, and so I actually asked my recruiter <laughs> to move it up to high interest, and then later found out they don't even see your rankings of interest. Um, oh, really? But yeah. Yeah, they don't uh, They don't see high. They just see what you're interested in and what you're not. So she asked me a few questions after I asked that um, about, like, just heavy lifting, et cetera. Um, so I'm really glad I did ask that because it's, like, my dream role. It's It was such an amazing time. So when you um, – wait, I, I had a question, like, fully lined up, and now I just forgot what I was going <laughs> to say. Um, oh, oh. Um, you said that she mentioned three questions before. Was she kind of? Uh, well, you said your recruiter was a girl, right? Yes. I think she. Um, yeah, she was. Natalie. Um, uh, well, Natalie was uh, asking any other questions that might have leaned towards another role, or was she uh, just being pretty broad? There was a lot of general questions. I had put a lot of options of interest on my application, um, but none of them were like quite going exactly towards custodial um but then at the end they ask you if you'd like to if you have any questions for them and that was one thing I was wanted to show interest more um so I had asked about that and just asked if she could move it up to high interest and she was like oh like okay well in that case can you carry this many pounds and um you know can you be outside for this amount of time um which she didn't ask me before so just inferencing that possibly I may not have gotten custodial um, had she not asked me those questions, if I hadn't shown interest in it, because um, it was only it was only mild, and they probably sure. I had put a lot of different interests and roles on there, like attractions, character tendon, all that fun stuff. <laughs> so I'm interested. What were your highest roles that you put highest up there? Yeah, um, I was actually really interested in the gondola position. I thought that would be kind of fun yeah. um, to see everyone kind of coming to and from the parks and like continuing the magic in between parks and not just like you know once you get there then you're in the magic but continuing it through um but I had not actually been to Disney World in 15 years since I was four years wow. old so I really wanted to be in the parks as well um and that's where custodial seemed a bit more appealing hmm. um because I could actually be inside and kind of walking around seeing all the little you know hidden corners and um just kind of seeing all the guests and stuff in their natural areas <laughs> so is the i guess i've never even really thought about is the skyliner under attractions 
it, the Skyliner actually got its own role because it just opened up in the fall, I believe. So I think this was the first CP that they actually had that as an option. Um, hmm. But it's as like its own individual operation as opposed to an attraction since it's, I guess, technically outside the park. Um, they wouldn't count it as that. But it's uh, a def- I've had friends that work there and they said they loved it um, and that it was just really fun to be able to kind of um, people would like have their preferences of what kind of gondolas they would want and <laughs> stuff like uh, that. So that's yeah, that's interesting. I it's weird that it is actually truly a its own thing, but mm-hmm. also cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you also mentioned that uh, they they started to ask you if you needed to lift or if you were able to lift a certain amount of weight once you were showed interest in your custodial role. Mm-hmm. Did uh. What what would you say the average weight per full trash bag is? It really depends. Um, one time I had to take out a trash bag that was like by the load area of Figment, and that one was pretty mm-hmm. heavy. That one was probably probably a good twenty pounds. Um, but it was Jeez. a lot of like full drinks. Wow. Um, and then uh, most of the time the trash cans don't get completely full because we empty them before they get full. Um, so most of the time when you're changing out trash cans, they're only about maybe 50, 60% full. Um, so it's not okay. more than, you know, the size of a small dog or something. Um, <laughs> but okay, uh, that makes that, sense. yeah, that's not, I think the heaviest part is sometimes um, if you're doing a big bathroom, like the downstairs bathroom in uh, the land, that bath the trash in that bathroom gets really full and so that way the bags are much bigger so it's a little bit awkward to put in the big trash compactor once you get to the backstage area Hmm. so did you have a favorite place to work well with epcot um in future world we had three separate sections or we still do have three separate sections um there's east which is over by um test track and mission space arrival which is anywhere from the touch points until spaceship earth and then West, um, which is Nemo, Seas, Land, Soren, all that fun stuff over there. Um, and then World Showcase is a completely different custodial operation. They um, were, It's kind of more like siblings, but we don't. they have their own custodians, and Future World has our own custodians. Um, but I really loved working the West side because I was kept busy most of the time. A lot of people don't prefer that side because it has like seven bathrooms. Um, so you're constantly inside bathrooms, but I love like being busy. <laughs> so I would much prefer yeah, makes time having something to do, um, and being able to see guests and go inside out bathrooms and, um, have interactions as opposed to sometimes when you're working rival, um, there's not that much going on. Um, cause everyone's either on their way in or on their way out. They have a mission to go somewhere, um, and there's not as many bathrooms there. <laughs> so you said mission, which is a, another good segue. I get lucky with segues. <laughs> um, mission space. I'm wondering how much vomit you had to clean up outside of. Uh... So during my training, I we actually had our first, my first code V. Um, I was frontline for that, so that was really fun to learn um, <laughs> and experience. But throughout the two months I was there, I only got one mission space code fee uh but we had they did start a position specifically for mission space um <laughs> so that That's a custodian awesome. would 
always be there in case of an emergency. Um, That's an unfortunate position. Yes, it's it's necessary. Unfortunately, have to do it. But um, <laughs> I had a friend who who did work there like one day and didn't have a didn't have a code V at all. Um, so they just got lucky, I guess. Uh, but it's it's definitely interesting. I've heard some fun stories. People had to move. They had to move the mission space pod like up so they could get underneath of it, and Ooh. it's kind of grody. You know, I I'm not sure what everyone's stomachs can handle, but <laughs> <laughs> been through a lot with uh, with custodial. That's for sure. In the two months that I was there. Wow. Yeah, that's that's that sounds a little so a little rough. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, so. I was kind of curious. I heard a rumor that uh, there are sometimes that custodial cast members might clean rides while moving. Like, not obviously not a fast moving attraction, but maybe something like Small World. If the, if it's like a busy time and something occurred on the ride, um, mm-hmm. is it is that a thing where? Custodial no. cast members so, like clean. No, we it's it's against protocol to go and clean a ride while it's moving at all. We're not even supposed to step past the yellow line if the ride is still in motion. Um, mm-hmm. And the, we have a ride ride motion protocol that we go through that locks like the start button and everything. And so, if a custodial cast member were need to clean the boat, they would have to stop the ride and get the custodial in there. And there'd be you know a couple like their leader. Um, to able to help out with that. Um, but most of the time, like for a ride like test track, um, that they would, they're able to pull the car off the, like the ring, I guess, and bring that Mm -hmm. down to the maintenance bay and we would clean it down there. Uh, but for something like mission space, you have to completely stop the attraction. Um, there wouldn't be any, you're not allowed to move it at all while, uh, someone like a custodial who's not trained in attractions, um, is in there to clean it. Um, so for the example of they had to move the pod, they had to move everyone out of the room, move it up a little bit, and then bring the custodian back in to clean it um, so that there's no dangerous in that. But that was something mm. we did go through a lot in training is that we're not allowed to, no matter what, to be in the um, in the ride at all if it's moving or if it's operating. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, disappointing answer for me, but... I know, uh, I know. He's like, yeah, yeah. I was in the, I was just riding Space of Earth, you know, cleaning up a Kofi. <laughs> Got a free ride so, out of it. Just kidding. That, that doesn't happen. I think I've talked about it on the podcast a few times, but I'm, I'm pretty famous for, maybe infamous for, uh, loving my alone time and quality time in the bathroom. So, mm-hmm. can you tell us, in your opinion, what the cleanest bathrooms are, or the best? In, in your opinion, doesn't have to be the what cleanest. My best, the best bathrooms. bathrooms. Yeah. I would say. Out of all the bathrooms, the bathroom behind Imagination into Figment is hands down the best. It plays the best music. Um, it's a very slow bathroom because it's so far in the back um, that people will get to where they need to go before they need to go to the bathroom. They won't like think about it while they're at Figment, I guess. Um, and it's it's still it's definitely um, was definitely built in the 70s. You can see that in the tile uh-huh. work and the blue stalls <laughs> and the blue floor and the blue wall. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> But it plays the best music, hands down, and it's slower. Um, other than that, most of the other bathrooms are a little bit they, – they are busy. Also, Land Up, the upstairs bathroom in the Land Building is nice. Um, they just mm-hmm. they just started building or playing um, Frontierland music <laughs> in the recent oh, weeks, sure. uh, about starting about three weeks ago, I would say. Um, so I noticed, I noticed that, but it didn't quite click 
um, until my friend mentioned it and I was like, you're right. That is new music. Um, but as, as a custodian, the music that plays in the bathroom is a, (laughs) plays, plays (laughs) a bigger part than you would think it would. Oh, I believe it. I believe it for sure. Yeah. One of the more, one of the more infamous bathrooms is the downstairs bathroom of the land, um, which it's, it's positioned well and it's easy to clean. It's just a big bathroom, but luckily the land down music is nice and peaceful. Um, so <laughs> as you're cleaning, you're listening to like the nice kind of, kind of like soaring soundtrack and it's very relaxing. Um, so even though it's a crazy busy bathroom and it's so big, it's nice to have that like background. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So what, what was the music at the figment back or figment bathroom? Oh, it's the it's the full it's the full like image works, universe of energy, uh, figment mm. music. It's you know, I'd, I'd sing it, but I'm not not quite the singer. But the one that they play in the ride, um, they keep it going through in the bathroom and then they'll um, keep the music going that even that they used in image works um, and in universe of energy and all that stuff. Um, so it's just fun and it's a, a little bit more bouncy and upbeat when you're cleaning it. <laughs> Yeah, that is, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so along the lines with uh, your cleaning and items you clean, do you are you a big hater of gum now? You know, honestly, there a is gator, a gator, if you will. I <laughs> I haven't. I did not go come across many gum pieces. Um, I would say the most common place would be in like the lip of the trash can where people attempted to throw mm-hmm. it away, but it just uh... didn't quite make it in there. Um, but we, we've been taught a couple of tips and tricks for getting gum off the ground using old Epcot maps. And, um, we've got mm-hmm. scrapers that were, yeah, we're given scrapers on our little, uh, utility belt to scrape off any gum that could be on a lip or anything. So wasn't as big Dis- as a problem as I thought it would be. <laughs> Disney definitely does a very good job of keeping it out of their parks for the most part. Yeah. And they, yeah. they equip us well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, how was your pin trading experience? Um, it was interesting. I I loved pin trading, but I always felt really awkward, um, like doing mystery pins or blind trading. But that's the only way you can, as a cast member, you can kind of, you know, pass along some of your non-desirable pins, like the mm. feet pins, um, <laughs> as is through blind trades. Um. So I, I always thought that I if I, somebody was going to go and do a blind trade, that it should be worth it. Um, so I didn't quite do a lot of pin trading in that sense. Um, but I did enjoy on a slower day um, if I'm just walking around, hanging out, um, sweeping, as I, as I would be doing. Um, pin trading is fun. But when you're on a trash run or in a bathroom, it's a little bit of a hassle if you're trying to clean a toilet and someone's like, oh, can oh I see your people pins? would right. stop yeah. you while you're cleaning yeah. the bathrooms. Yeah, sometimes, oh. yeah. It, it happened just once or twice, but I, I always took my like lanyard off when I was doing a bathroom mm, so that it wouldn't smart. happen. Um, and then also, like, <laughs> this is kind of like sketchy, but like, not sketchy, but like, people will trade your pin with you and then you'll touch the pin and then put it on the lanyard, especially with the whole coronavirus thing that's going on right now. I was really afraid of of getting sick from pin trading. And there was one time, like it was like a week after I like, it was right as I got kind of settled in Florida. um, And I started pin trading and everything. Um, 
I, I got sick and I, I don't know if it was from pinterating. It was just a little cold, um, little sneezes and runny nose and all that. Um, so kind of, I kind of put those two together, pinterating and sickness. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I always try to be clean and like change gloves and, um, not touch the pins all over the place. But if you are, if you are a guest listening to this, I highly recommend sanitizing your pins after you get them. <laughs> That's a and, really good suggestion. Yeah. Um, if you like yeah, take them home, put them in a little Ziploc bag and then cleaning them off a little bit. Cause you don't know if it's like, I, I take good care of them, but you don't know where it's been. Um, other guests, other cast members and stuff. And especially well, as a, custodians. <laughs> that's a, uh, a good thing to tell us because I know a lot of our listeners are pin traders. Uh, we have mm-hmm. two, I think two of our sponsors, I feel are uh, pin trading companies. So wow, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. it's fun to see people's reactions to um, like us having pins like, Oh, you have pins. Can I see it? It's, it's fun to be able to have that guest experience and talk with them about it. And it kind of like lets you um, just kind of have a feel for how the guest is doing and uh, maybe sometimes make a magical moment with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really awesome to have that as a, a bridge to connect with guests. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so do you have any favorite guest experiences? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say a lot of it is stickers. Uh, one time I was in a bathroom and there was a little guy, little guy waiting for his mom by the exit. So he was just hanging out. I was like, you know what? He's doing a good job hanging out. So I gave him a sticker and he was just elated over the moon about <laughs> this Mickey head <laughs> sticker. And I was like, you know what? It's magic. It's, this is magic. Um, so those are always fun. And, um, as my as my program was coming to a close with the whole coronavirus uh, fun stuff, um, I started doing uh, leaf Mickey's where you would magically take some pixie dust and make a little Mickey head out of leaves. And seeing the guest reaction as they walked past and saw that, and they didn't know it was me who did it, but they like just hearing them say, "Oh, that's so cool." Um, it kind of surprises them, but it also is fun for me to see their reactions to it. Uh, so those oh, two, I'm sure. yeah. Or it's really magical to to do that. <laughs> um, and then did you have any like unusual uh, uh, guest experiences? Mm, yes. Uh, a couple of times <laughs> there's been some <laughs> some guests, you know, they'll come in the bathroom and they'll be like, you know, they're upset or they're um, just angry about something that happened throughout their day. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, asking them what's up and what I can do for them. Cause as a, as a custodian, you kind of become their friend. Um, you know, <laughs> they're in the, the safe space of the bathroom. And yeah, so, there's seriously. Been a, <laughs> um, so there's been a, you know, a couple of times where, um, a guest will come in and they're not as pleased. And so I'm able to kind of go and help reconcile it, um, with them and they come out mm-hmm. of the bathroom happy, <laughs> which yeah, is good. Pretty much like it's, it's pretty well known that like custodial, photo pass and uh guest relations haven't really like done anything to your experience as like like we're kind of like the outliers i feel like yeah and so like when people get mad they're usually mad at attractions or like parking yeah and so like they know with us that we can like kind of be a third party to talk to them mm-hmm. in a way yeah. so yeah i totally get that yeah it's it's kind of like a mediator uh, because I, I that's one of the things that also drew me toward custodial was that um, people don't really get mad at people for cleaning up their messes. So I was like, well, hey, people won't get mad at me. 
um <laughs> that that it didn't really happen that much and so my roommates at the time were one of them was working in the emporium and world of disney and um so they got i i heard some stories from them but i just, i i was like yeah i had one guest that was kind of upset that a bathroom was out of order one time but other than that <laughs> it's been pretty <laughs> chill um yeah that's that's pretty cool um so really quickly we're gonna throw it to a break uh, we will hear from our sponsors, then we'll come right back and ask you some more custodial questions. So do not go anywhere or else Phil will come to your house. All, All right. right we'll sounds be right like back. <laughs> All right. We are back. And uh, I know who you are who didn't come back. I'm coming. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> well, Phil just hung up on our FaceTime, so I think he's on his way. So make sure you lock your doors, everyone. But... <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm gonna pick one of the. I'm gonna close my eyes and pick a question. All let's right. see. Wrong one. Let's see. One of the coolest things to Phil. Oh, Phil, do your happily ever after <laughs> question. Oh yeah. Um. So something I just wanted to bring up was uh. Like so, there were often times where I would do, uh, the, what is it, pack shifts for happily ever after, mm-hmm. and um. And you, you did work in Magic Kingdom some, right? You picked up shifts there every night? Unfortunately, no? I was not able to pick up in oh. uh, Magic Kingdom, but I did have one day in Hollywood Studios. Uh, if, uh, okay. That was my goal was to uh, be, or at least pick up a couple times in Magic Kingdom. But unfortunately, with mm-hmm. the program getting cut short, I lost that opportunity. Oh, <laughs> Sad, I know. But uh, one thing I was going to say was, one of the one of the coolest things to me is uh, when right right after that show when every because a lot of guests will start to clear out after that show and go home, go home or back to the resorts mm-hmm. and right as the wave of the crowd is leaving you just see the whole line of custodial cast members dressed in their white uniforms yeah, or following costumes up. following them picking up all the trash behind and. We, uh, we of course, would uh, have to help out with that because there's a lot of trash after any any yeah any showing yeah firework yeah yeah same yeah, thing it's, for in, it's, in Epcot um they have the Epcot Forever fireworks and showcase yeah. uh, the showcase custodians are the ones that mainly deal with a lot of the, their leftovers uh, but we do have them they all come through Future World on their way out. So when we're going to close bathrooms and, and clean them off for the evening, we have to wait until about 30 minutes after fireworks uh, to get in there and clean them uh, off okay. and start start taking out the trash and everything. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So kind of jumping off on a tangent here, what uh, what are your thoughts of Epcot's current show? Not their show for too much longer, but... Yeah. So like I said, I hadn't been to Disney since I was four. So I don't Mm -hmm. remember Illuminations, unfortunately. Um, I thoroughly enjoy Epcot Forever, but I also enjoy most fireworks. Um, (laughs) And I, I, it was fun being able to like know when specific parts were happening as I like would, I would see it from kind of across the way um, as people who work in showcase are, you know, they're right there every night and, they just sit and yeah. watch it while the fireworks go as to not disturb guests. Um, but in mm-hmm. future world, sometimes I'll be able to like peek around a corner and see it and watch it while nothing's happening. 
Um, and like the finale was the favorite part just cause I loved seeing all the fireworks that they have. And it was very loud, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would echo throughout future world. I, sometimes I would be in a bathroom and I would know when the fireworks were ending because of the very, very, very loud <laughs> ending that it has. If you've seen the, the Epcot forever show, um, it just sounds like, I don't know, like gunshots just going off. It's, it's very loud. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of cool sometimes when I would leave uh, studios, I would see uh, Mickey on top of the uh, rock formation doing the end of Fantasmic. And mm-hmm. so that was super cool to see from like a dis- like a far distance. So you could still see Mickey doing his whole thing. Yeah. And that was really cool to go home to. Yeah. On the last um, two nights of my like the last two shifts that I had uh, before Disney closed, um, they we all as a group of custodians um, went to the World Showcase and watched it from like the Odyssey Building Bridge, um, and from that you can actually see the Fantasmic fireworks um, on the other side or the, the Hollywood Studio fireworks um, just oh, wow. past like Morocco um, and on the other side of that, um, which was fun considering I was only able to go to studios once for the cast preview. Yeah, uh, that's so we Walked out the whole program. <laughs> That's really hey, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so wait, I thought I had something. Oh, it's um, it's really cool that you can see, um, the Tower of Terror from Morocco. Yeah, they had to like blend it in, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's like really cool on the Imagineering's part. Yeah, make it seem like you're in, uh, you're really in Morocco. Yeah, it's. And then I also, um, I'm sure you like you said it's been what 15 or 12 years since you've been to Disney. 15, um, yeah. So. Um, you probably wouldn't have recognized this when you went, but in Tower of Terror, towards the top, there's a silhouette that stands in the window that moves. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of cool. It's a little creepy. I saw it one time when I was going to Fantasmic. So mm-hmm. next time you guys are there, if you're listening, I will. Uh, check that out. Um, so uh, we have one more question, then we'll move on. So, um, Phil, do you want to take it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was also curious... Amelia, do you know how to do the water art? So I do not. Um, that was one of the things that, like, starting in late March, um, our custodial, like, the new CPs would have the opportunity to learn water art. Um, mm-hmm. But with the closures, um, we weren't unable to have that learning uh, session for that. But what we did in the meantime with Leaf Mickey's, um, which is where we would find an area that already has a lot of leaves or sweep a bunch of leaves into our dustpan and kind of plop them down somewhere and then make a little Mickey head out of it. Um, so that was kind of what I did to uh, in between learning oh, water yeah, art, yeah. Um, kind of a, a substitute. But there were um, a few of my custodian friends who were already trained in it. Um, and so they would pop out some water art. But if I did water art, I would be very good at the Epcot ball. You know, just a nice <laughs> big circle. Nice big circle. Yes. Um, SpongeBob. Or was it Squidward that did the perfect circle? No, I think it was SpongeBob. I do not I remember. Know. Well, they might be good at water art too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I got one more question. I'm gonna. I want to start a new segment, and I'm gonna start it with you. Um, I hope this works. If it if it flops, oh well. Um, I'll keep trying. <laughs> So, of course, there's a lot of tradition with Disney and with big corporations like this. And then there's a lot of stories that get passed down. Were there any ghost stories that have been passed down throughout the um, custodial regiment that you're in? Well, I have heard rumors 
uh, from trainers that there was he was working one night and saw a little girl near test track. Um, and it was like 11 o'clock. So not all the guests were gone, but most of the guests were gone. Um, so he said that one time he did see like a little, a little girl with pink shorts, um, nearby test track. And like when he went over there, she was gone. So I, maybe it was just to scare me from going over to the East side at evening time. But, um, (laughs) Maybe it was just, you know the flash of the light or a little girl guest that was still there at the, end of the evening time, um, but that was just the, one of the stories I heard from Epcot specifically. And um, but I actually was really interested in hearing ghost stories. Um, so that there was one night while in like mid February I was reading it with my roommates and they were like, no, stop reading it, I can't handle this. <laughs> like the one uh, the pirate story um, or Pirates of the Caribbean ghost stories, if that are I've heard and. Well, <laughs> actually, if you want to know, we we had a guest on, um, a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean cast member, and she disproved the stories. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. The, uh, who, who was it that they – I don't even remember. They I'll, had, I'll go look. They, I'll go they, look. they supposedly had to say, like, either good night or good morning. Yeah, to and to, someone. like, it was – he was the one of, like, the construction workers – I want to say his name was um, like George, I think. Yeah, I thought it was George. Yeah, yeah, George. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. We asked her. We asked her. Actually, we had multiple Pirates of the Caribbean. So we had, we had a girl on. Her name was Selena. Selena said that she did. And uh, she said sometimes. She didn't say they. she did all the time. Yeah, correct. And then we had, was it Grace? Grace was on. She said that. She, no, she yeah, never yeah. did that. I never had so. any personally. Um, there was just the, the one story of the, the test track girl. Um, but if you, I, I'm not sure if you can like go back in Disney archives and see if there's any, any accidents or anything that happened, heaven forbid. But, um, <laughs> that was the one ghost story I did here while working in Epcot. Very cool. Yeah. We, I was interested because I was like, I know that there has to be Disney ghost stories. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Jeremy if they do have more, they probably just uh, they keep it under wraps um, so that it doesn't, you know, come out. But the sure, next right. the next ghost story will be the the ghost of Spaceship Earth past. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest um, in peace. <laughs> so I know we just had one, but uh, we've got a couple more sponsors. So we're going to throw it to another break. Uh, now we will be right back. And if you go anywhere, that good little girl ghost is going to come. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right All back. Right. Yellow. Orange to glad we're back. Hello. That was the, wor- that was, that was the worst. Mission Space Orange. Oh, look at that. Mission Space. Actually, Are you what was that? Are you an orange or a green? I am an orange. I funny story. One nope. like the last week before I um, had to leave, I was cleaning a bathroom in uh, the arrival section of Epcot, and I found one of the little Mission Space Orange cards that they give you on top of a paper towel dispenser. Um, so that that one uh, may, may or may not have found its way home um, in my suitcase. <laughs> um. So. Uh, we are going to jump over to trivia. So, right. actually, Phil, do you mind asking this first one? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll go ahead. Uh, and Amelia probably knows the answer of it because it is in the 
it is one of the first things that they tell you in the custodial core training session. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, I, Amelia, I didn't tell you that I, so I worked at the miniature golf courses and I had to do the, uh, custodial core training course mm-hmm. just because there's no custodial cast members at the miniature golf courses. So we had to do that, that stuff ourselves. Yep. And, um, yeah, I, at the, the table I was sitting at with all the, all my fellow cast members, they were like, where are you guys located at? And like, at the time I was just like, I'm attractions. And they they said, what are you, what are you doing here? I said, <laughs> I don't so know. Funny. Not sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways. So, uh, the question is. There are a little over 70,000 cast members at Walt Disney World. How many of them are custodial cast members? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, I want to say, I want to say somewhere between two and 3,000. Trick question. It's actually all of them. Oh, Everyone's right. Oh, you got right. me. You really, I had gotcha. somebody, I literally even had somebody ask me the other day, they're like, oh, like, how come every, every cast member is like always picking up trash? And I was like, oh, because we're all cast members. I should have known that. <laughs> yeah, a little, you got me there. That's like off the other question. <laughs> so, um, apparently, uh, there's one common item that can be found in uh, Lost and Found. What item reigns supreme? Hmm. Oh goodness, y'all really, y'all really have to do research then. Um, I was, <laughs> the, my first instinct was sunglasses. You uh, are correct. I am correct. Wow. You're correct. It's sunglasses. I always, I would always see them on top of trash cans, um, because it's kind of like an unwritten Disney thing to where if somebody finds something lost, they would put it on top of a trash can, and then I guess a, a custodian or somebody would would see it and take it to guest relations. Most of the time, if it were, like, something that was really small and it's been there for, like, over an hour, I would just, you know, take it to the the claw machine and have it, you know, taken out. But <laughs> I always saw pacifiers. Yeah. I saw those yeah. a lot. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, Phil kept dropping them out of his bag. <laughs> There's, like, a trail of pacifiers. <laughs> All the time. Pacifier, um, Phil. That can be your next one. Oh, Phil. look at that. That'll be the next one. Um, or I'll dub over this one. It'll be like, hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cast Conversations. I'm joined with Pacifier Phil. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we will uh, skip on over to our Instagram investigation. For those who are just joining us for the first time, uh, this is when we go into our guests' uh, Instagram, look at some pictures, and ask for a little bit more clarification. So, All right. I can do that. Our number one. Why would you try and steal Pooh's honey? That was, uh, it, w- it was a little <laughs> secret between me and Pooh. Um, I just always wanted to try it, honestly. And luckily he had, he had them pretty locked down. I think he has another sort of like honey glue that he uses to keep the pots there. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, me and Pooh are pretty tight. I went and saw him. Um, he took me to 100 Acre Woods on my last day as a guest there. Um, <laughs> but oh, that's awesome. I, I wanted to see what his reaction would be. And I honestly, you know, it just looks so good um, in real life that I just wanted to have a little taste. <laughs> hey, understandable. That's very understandable. Very. 
another another one we wanted uh, to ask you about was how was the Runaway Railway? Oh, so much fun! That was I have never I've never seen a ride with that the technology that's used in Runaway Railway. And typically, I am I'm not one for uh, simulator rides. I didn't I did mm-hmm. I think I'm the only person in the world that did not just thoroughly enjoy Flight of Passage. I thought it was just Oof. okay. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've gotten a lot of backlash from that. I wanted to go try it again, see what all the hype was about. Um, but yeah, I, while Mickey and Minnie's is not tech, like I wouldn't say it's exactly like a simulator. It has simulator type effects. Um, it's also trackless, which gotcha. I've never been on a trackless ride. Um, so it was just all around really cool. And it was really, it was really neat to see all the cast members that were also there for the preview, um in line and you know everyone all has a job at disney and you can see all the different demographics of you know if whether you know they work in the offices or they work somewhere in the parks and it's just really cool to see cast members as regular people um just yeah yeah no doubt yeah for sure and you and you in orlando you probably run into one you could probably run into one like every day and have yeah it's it's pretty much it's like the Disney bubble. Um, it it was weird because I I went to a concert while I was um on my time there and there was like people around me and I just automatically assumed they were all like college program participants too and they're like no like <laughs> we're in high school I'm like what <laughs> you know I forget that there are like real people who live in Orlando <laughs> yeah you know what made yeah, me just mad actually people. that made me think of this one time I was I was there on my program. And I met another girl that was on her program from Illinois, where Phil and I are from. And I said to her, I said, oh, I know where you're from, because I saw her name tag. I was like, I'm from so-and-so. And she goes, oh, do you go to high school there? And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I'm, I'm on the program just like you. And I was like, I was like, I don't look that young. I was like clean shaven at the time, but like still, like, come on, I don't look that young. Do I, feel, do I look that young, Phil? Oh, you have facial hair now, so yeah, so look now, older. But, yeah, well, that just means that you'll, did... when you're older, you'll look younger. So, like, yes, when you're yeah. 40, you'll look like you're 30, hopefully. Hey, just kind of burns a little bit oh. before that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but we had one more question, but you kind of beat us to it. Uh, we saw that you made Mickey leaves out of the ground, so um, oh, we kind yeah. of talked about it earlier, though. So yeah, um, I do have to give credit to my other custodian friend, Baron. He kind of was started the the trend for us all to do it um and so he was the one that kind of like showed how to do it at the first place and then it kind of branched out from there um but i i do want to shout out baron for that because um <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just really awesome to to have that kind of new trick um and you can do that with a lot more characters and i was really hoping to explore that as well i was kind of curious though uh do you kind of do you are you able to leave it there or do you have to clean it up after so long <laughs> i i always just left it there um sometimes what, they would be in, yeah sometimes they would be in more of a populated area um so either either nature would take care of it or or third shift um overnight custodians <laughs> would uh would be like oh there they go again they're making right. heads <laughs> um that's cool yeah that was that was always cool to see uh when i'd walk around um but all right, we'll move to our last segment. Uh, we're gonna ask you some of your Disney favorites. Um, so, did I say Mickey favorites or Disney favorites? You said Disney. Okay. You said Disney. 
Um, so number one, your top three Disney movies. Ooh, I would say um, Tangled has to be all-time favorite, uh, followed shortly by Aristocats and Cars. Ooh, okay. Aristocats is That's not good. commonly said. I Did just I love that? the I love the accents they have, and it's just a very beautiful movie. And it's the only Disney movie that has a character named Amelia in it. What is my name? Oh. Uh, uh, cool. um, did you hear that, unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, the Piston Cup was canceled? I did. You know, I heard they re- had to reschedule it um, for another day. I, I guess tragic. that means people will just have to go to Radiator Springs to uh, get their kicks until they bring it back. <laughs> yeah, that's disappointing, but hey, we make do. Yeah. Um, question two that rhymed. Uh, your favorite Disney character? Ooh. I want I want to be a little biased and say um, Amelia Goose from the Aristocats. Hey, Amelia B. Goose that'll work. From Aristocats, but also Tangled is my favorite movie, so Rapunzel. But you know, it's 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 always very up in the air. It changes every day. But also, like you know, Winnie the Pooh. We we go way back. We're very tight. Um, right. Exactly. And solely, you know, I I I have a list. But it changes every every minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, that makes sense. Um, what is your favorite Disney princess? I I kind of have a feeling, but oh go ahead. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it would be if it's princess, it would be Rapunzel, um, followed yeah, shortly yeah, by that's Aurora. What I, that's what I thought. <laughs> I yes, Aurora. Everybody yeah, hates on like Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> yeah, I know she's she's. I mean, she's a little lazy, Sleeping Beauty and all. But I was always compared to her because I was. I slept a lot. As a <laughs> <laughs> Lots of naps were had. Um, and then your favorite Disney song. Ooh. Oh, that is such a good one. Um, I, I just, I, I'm such a Tangled fan. I have to go with um, the 7 a.m. When Will My Life Begin? That one, mm. because that one's so much fun to sing. And then, like I know all the words to it, so people are like, oh, like you know all the words to it. I'm like, yeah, it was an <laughs> obsession of a sorts. Little school's <laughs> a good time. <laughs> You're not a fan of the, uh, oh, I don't know the exact title. Uh, at See the light. I am a fan of that one. I, I just I I love the I love when will my life begin just a little bit better because mm-hmm. it's so fun and I'm I'm a very bubbly outgoing person. Um, and that's a very bubbly, outgoing song, so it kind of matches my. I definitely agree with that. Yes, that is that is a bubbly song for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. uh, one last final question. One of our favorites. What uh, what ride do you think has the best queue? So I absolutely hate waiting in lines. Um, <laughs> so I will, I usually will not ride a ride unless I have a fast pass for it. Uh, but I would say if mm, the rides that I have waited in the queues for, ooh, I would, I would probably say big thunder mountain. Um, that is, it's my favorite ride as well, but the queue, I like that. Um, you can, the little, like they have the interactive sections where you can like make the noises and stuff. You blow up a bird. Yeah. With the cannons. And I I was only able Mm. to go through it once. And the only reason I went through the queue was because it was only like a 30 minute wait. 
So oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't get to spend too much time um, fiddling around with all of the little ditties because I was like, oh, I'll just run on this because it's a short wait. But other than that, I absolutely despise keys. They're terrible. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I, I will like say that usually I'm not a big fan of Big Thunder because I feel like it gets so hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. But it's got really cool things to look at. But before they added all that stuff, that was a pretty dreadful line. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm much more of like a I love your classic roller coasters. Um so coming to Disney, I, I love riding like the ones that are outdoors. So like Slinky Dog is my favorite at studios. Um but I haven't ridden Rise of the Resistance, so don't come for me yet. But <laughs> <laughs> that one will probably take the cake. Um but Slinky Dog was I rode that one like three times when I was there for my cast preview. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's that's really cool. So with that, we will wrap it up. So we just wanted to Yay. thank you for being on the episode. It was a lot of fun. We learned no about uh, a lot of different things, and we started the new yeah. segment. Well, if you guys you uh, guys have uh, you guys want a piece of trivia as well from Epcot? Yes. Yeah. Good. Definitely. Do you, you know how many triangles there are on the Epcot ball? Okay, I, I saw something about this on your Instagram, actually, and I was, I was kind of curious. 5,600. Uh, 5, C- kind of. <laughs> I thought it was there, like 5,000-something. Yeah, so there are 11,324. Oh, oh. uh, but I know the Instagram you're referring to, I could only fit yeah, half yeah. the Epcot ball in the picture, so I only I could only fit 5,000. 662 <laughs> out of the 11,324 uh, that they have on the Epcot ball. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that but is, that's, that's a good thing. A lot of it's kind of like a, a rite of passage to like memorize that number, um, especially if you're working at Epcot, because like people will find out you're like, oh, you're a new CP. How many triangles are on the Epcot ball? I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, it's like kind of like I don't want to say hazing, but you know they're like, like well, how, how, many, how tall is it? You know, 180 feet. <laughs> You're saying guests will do that, or other um, other cast members, other cast uh, members. Uh, okay. I, yeah, kind of just like a playful little mess around. Yeah, like, like oh, like you're new. Well, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prove um, it. <laughs> well, hey, we've never had trivia on us before, so that's cool. There you go. Um, there you go. I enjoy that. We should we should start making our guests be like, all right, yeah. you ask us. In, in order to hang up this call, ask us something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, hey, thanks for being on. Um, I hear you. the music, so I'll stop talking. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope you all have a good rest of your day. Uh, wash your hands. Bye, everyone. <laughs>